Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word, your daily podcast for inspirational scriptures for your time of prayer and meditation. We're beginning Proverbs chapter 26 from uh, reading from the New King James Bible. And if you want to follow along, I'm reading verses 1 through 11. It reads, As snow in summer and rain in harvest, so honor is not fitting for a fool. Like a flitting sparrow, like a flying swallow, so a curse without cause shall not alight. A whip for the horse, a bridle for the donkey, and a rod for the fool's back. Do not answer a fool according to his folly, lest you also be like him. Answer a fool according to his folly, lest he be wise in his own eyes. He who sends a message by the hand of a fool cuts off his own feet and drinks violence. Like the legs of the lame that hang limp, is a proverb in the mouth of of fools. Like one who binds a stone in a sling is he who gives honor to a fool. Like a thorn that goes into the hand of a drunkard is a proverb in the mouth of fools. The great God who formed everything gives the fool his hire and the transgressor his wages. As a dog returns to his own vomit, so a fool repeats his folly. Again, that was Proverbs chapter 26, verses 1 through 11 from the New King James Version. And the commentary title, The Nature of the Fool and the Lazy Man. I'll be back so we can share and look at some thoughts for meditation. This is Hope Scott. I'm your host for Five Minutes in the Word. Thank you for listening to my daily podcast. You can continue to listen on anchor.fm, but if you subscribe to my podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, or any other major listening platform, you'll always know when a new episode is available. Thank you. Again, we're looking at Proverbs chapter 26, verses 1 through 11 in the New King James Version. Uh, this, This proverb focuses mostly on the fool. The first verse talks about um, as throwing summer and rain in the harvest, so honor is not fitting a fool. And then it goes there, goes from there, and it talks about in the same way that a bird uh, can fly without landing, so can a curse that someone makes without proper cause before God isn't going to land. And when I read that today, it's like, thank you, Lord. And uh, I remember my mother and my father uh, praying to remove generational curses. And I pray that right now, that if there are generational curses, not just in my own life or in the life of my family, 
but of those who are listening. Bind generational curses away from you. Don't let them light. Let's read that again. It says, like a flitting sparrow, like a flying swallow, so a curse without cause shall not alight. That means it is not going to land. So that's what we're praying right now. Remove any curse that anyone has spoken over our families, over our lives. And uh, of course, the, uh, I'm reading from the commentary. If someone pr uh, pronounces a curse, it doesn't have magical properties. There must be a cause before God for it to have any power at all. So again, God, we are removing any kind of generational curses on a, upon our families. Verse three, uh, to me, this is like a, this prop, this half that talks about the fool. Most of them were kind of jovial. It's like Solomon must have really had a good sense of humor. Uh, verse three talks about uh, like a donkey or a horse, a fool must be restrained or controlled. And I'm sure we know people like that. They don't know when to be quiet. This proverb is a reminder of the importance of accepting instruction and discipline. And then uh, verses four and five is two proverbs that they seem to contradict each other. And let's listen to it in God's word. It says, do not answer a fool with his own stupidity or you will be like him. And then the next verse, which is five, answer a fool with his own stupidity or he will think he is wise. And this is from the God's Word translation. The first one warns us not to answer a fool according to his folly, while the second encourages answering the fool according to his folly. And these verses do not really contradict each other, rather they complement each other by providing a different reason, a different reasoning for engaging or not engaging with a fool. And I'm sure you can think of people like that. <laughs> if you entertain them, you know, it makes you seem silly. And if you don't entertain them, then, you know, you, they seem like they're, they know everything. So the fool should not uh, be responded to in certain situations because fools only bring down the one answering. And in other situations, the fools uh, need a response because then you can correct an error in his thinking. Uh, verses 7 through 12 in this series of varying, various comparisons uh, verse 7 looks at uh, a fool, the worthlessness of a fool, is painful. And in verse 9, in the mouth of the fool, and it's, and, uh, it says, giving a fool honor is pointless and absurd, like tying a sling into a, uh, a stone into a sling. And verse 8 says, hiring a fool is a dangerous gamble. 10 says, uh, the fool's inability to learn is highlighted as the fool returns to the folly of his way, like a dog returns to its vomit. And then the proverb in verse 12, which I didn't add to today's, but it'll be in tomorrow, it changes its focus to the person who is wise in his own eyes, and that person is even worse than a fool. But we'll look at that tomorrow. Let's pray. Father, as we delve into your word again, we thank you. We thank you, God, that you keep pointing out uh, characteristics that we don't want to say is a part of us. 
Now we can understand why Jesus was saying, don't call anyone a fool. Because the characteristics of a fool is not anything that we would want to uh, uh, attain to be. God bless us, keep us, help us to understand your word, help us to grow through your word, help us to, uh, to um, apply your word to our lives. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for spending time in God's word with me. Be blessed.